because what you, the unsung heroes in the wastewater industry do, matters. Every Wednesday, join me, Suzanne Chin Taylor, the Doo Doo Diva, a longtime veteran of the wastewater, transless, and civil infrastructure industry, as I interview guests who are making an impact on how we manage and operate systems for conveying and treating wastewater. I'll also be speaking with representatives of organizations that are utilizing disruptive or new technologies and executives who are going to share how to be successful and sustainable in our vital industry. So whether you want to learn about the latest trends in technology in treatment or trenchless, gain tips on training and retaining great talent, or simply how to be more efficient, productive, or profitable, this podcast is for you. Well, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Do Do Divas Smells Like Money podcast. Today, we're visiting with Joe Gunderson from 608 Plumbing. So welcome to the show, Joe. Thanks, Susan. I really appreciate you having me on the show today. Um, it's a real honor to be here. Absolutely. When you reached out to me and we started talking about, you know, your your business and how it's evolved and you personally, I was just really interested for you to come and share your expertise with our listeners uh, in order to, you know, help them if they might be facing some of the same challenges with a with a small plumbing business. So, Joe, I'm really curious your opinion on this, your thoughts of what do you see as some of the biggest stumbling blocks for small plumbers these days, what are the things that are really holding them back from being as successful as they could be? And what are some of the things that they can do to overcome those? Maybe share some of your own experience in this and what has worked for you. Yeah, I guess um, the biggest thing that I've seen um, recently, uh, there's been a lot of a lot of plumbing companies that, you know, have a lot of great technicians that decide that they're good they're good enough and they could go on their own. Um, and they might be, they might be the best technicians in the world. Um, but as soon as they go and try to go and get off on their own, um, they don't necessarily have the, the business know-how. Um, so they, you know, once they start working for, once they get in front of their, their clientele, um, you know, all the old nasty habits start coming out and they, they don't realize that it's not exactly a plumbing company that they, have started but it's it's a service company that they've started so um that's where you know we always get back to the the bad reputation that uh that comes along with a plumber um and i think that that's something that really needs to be um you know addressed in our industry and i i know there's a the i don't want to i'm not trying to say anything bad about our industry there's the majority the vast majority of plumbers out there are great technicians, um, awesome service technicians. And, um, but, you know, there's still that stigma. I think it's kind of an old, you know, from generations past, the old butt crack plumber that um, comes by. So, you know, when, when we're dealing with customers, that's kind of the first thing that they think of whenever you see, uh, you know, a plumber portrayed in Hollywood, you know, they're coming with that, that preset notion that, you know, we're having a blue collar worker coming into our house and they're, they're not really the, the like professional that we should be viewed as. Um, so I've seen that, um, you know, in, in my business, uh, we really try to uphold, 
that, you know, we are professionals. We are here doing a service for you. We're, you know, we're a, we're a diehard service company. And we want to make sure that, that we're really portraying that and we're not falling on the same old, you know, the, the same old notion that, uh, oh, a plumber's coming over and, yeah. you know, he's just a dirty old worker. You know, it's, it's not really like that anymore. Um, I mean, with the advances in technology that we have these days, we're, I would, I would say that we're really evolved past the, uh, the dirty blue collar worker notion that, and, you know, I, I know for, I know for a fact, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of technicians out there that they don't, they don't even view themselves as, you know, the, the dirty type of person. So, um, you know, when there is, when, when there are those few that kind of give us a bad name, it really casts a dark shadow over our, our trade. And that's what I'm really trying to work towards eliminating that completely from our, our industry. And that's something that I hope that within the next, you know, within the next few years and the next decade that we could completely eliminate that and get people to start realizing that we are more than just a, you know, the dirty old, uh, you know, guy with the, the wrench we're, and the we're snake. coming to. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's it, it's true because nowadays, I mean, with all of the new technology, if you just think about the, you know, the involvement of trenchless in and of itself, camera inspection, it's the plumber now has to be more than just that mechanical Mr. Fix-It. He's got to understand electronics. He may have to understand software and reports and being able to really communicate well with the client, all of their various options for dealing with their issues, you know, such as lining. So you're right, it absolutely has evolved. And so what have you done personally to help diffuse that, what you were saying, that dirty, I'm glad you said the word, the, uh, the B, I just, we'll just call it the BC plumber. What have yeah. you done to try to get that notion out of people's minds. One of the things that I first noticed when we, we met was your great logo on your shirt and how you presented yourself. So I'd like you for you to share what you yourself have done in your business to help dispel that, what you were saying, that, that aspect that's tied to plumbers that really can impact you negatively. Yeah, um, I guess, uh... From right out of the gate, when when we first uh, started our company, um, one of the things that we said that we were going to go and do, um, all of our technicians go into houses with boot covers on. We put drop cloths down. We go and we. There's a lot of different things that I mean, they're very very easy things to go and do. Um, and by doing these things, we can really go and add value in a very. Uh, it's, a, it's a very price, uh, you know, a very affordable way to go and create the value. Um, boot covers don't cost that much. Drop cloths are very inexpensive. I mean, you, they're reusable. You go and I mean, we'd, um, we've looked into going and having our, our logo embroidered on them so that you, that way too, you know, it doubles as, as branding and marketing. So, um, you know, it's, it's all those, those little things that we can go and do. And then on top of that, we have, um, you know, I think it's kind of kind of becoming a little bit more of an industry standard, but um, we have our software that uh, we have iPads. Every technician goes out to a, a job site. He go and present 
multiple options and present to customers every, you know, all the information that they need to to make an informed decision right on their iPad. And then they're able to go and do everything based right off their iPad, which kind of, I mean, that, that brings us into a whole new ball game. You know, we're, we're uh, really evolving past like the old, I mean, I, I know a lot of people that still will write out hand, handwritten tickets and, you know, they'll mail out a bill three, you know, three or four weeks later um, by, by being able to go and utilize software and technology properly, we're able to go and, and increase our efficiency, make our, um, you know, make our times uh, so much faster. And by doing that, we're able to go and increase our customer service exponentially. Um, our customers love it. They love that they get a picture of the technician that's coming out to their, to their job before they even get out there. I know that's uh, there's a lot of companies that are kind of moving towards that. Um, you know, there's a lot of softwares that offer that as well. But I mean, there's just these little things that that we do, and it's a lot of little things that add up to go and create a, an entire, you know, great customer experience. And that's really what we're trying to go and and perpetuate here. That yeah, the customer experience. I love that idea. What is? Do you know? Can you offer the name of the software system that you've been using on the iPads that you like? Not giving an endorsement, but obviously, if people haven't heard of these options, this is just one that you've had success with. Yeah. Um, I, well, we've actually we've used a few before. Um, I'd say uh, Skyboss is uh, is a pretty good one for for a lot of companies. Um, that's developed by Larry Enright. He's a he's a plumber as well, so he owns a few you know a couple different companies very successful. Um, Skyboss will go and do that. They can, they can go in and get you going. Um, the one that we're currently using is Service Titan. And it's that one is, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of other companies are using that too. It's pretty well known in the industry. Um, and it's, I mean, you can integrate so much into that. So we, we use it for everything from top to bottom. But um, that is, you know, that by using that software, I, I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot to learn there, but once you go and do know it, then um, you know it's it makes your life so much easier. So it's a yeah, a real godsend. Excellent, excellent. So now you know you obviously spent some time or some money on your own branding on your logo. So how do you feel? How do you feel about branding and image, and the importance of a company investing in that? Oh, it's paramount. Uh, you you need to do that. You need to constantly, constantly being on be on top of your game, um, making sure that, um, making sure that your that your logo is everywhere that it can be. Make sure that you're that you're always staying top of mind. Make sure that your your trucks are nice and neat. Make sure that your, um, I mean, everything that you do it should be revolving around your company and your company image. And that goes back to, I, I so I, a little bit of, of, uh, of a background about me is um, I'm on the local fire department here as well. That's a big thing that they preach is if you're, you know, you're always representing your fire department. So don't be an idiot. Um, so I kind of take, took that same advice and applied it towards the plumbing industry. Like we're always being representatives of our representatives of our company. So if we have, you know, I've, I've had technicians that have 
peeled out in company vans before, and that is very frowned upon on our in you know that's that's just something that you can't do. If somebody sees that logo on the side of the van, and um, you know when when that gets called in, I mean that is you just you just um, you kind of sacrificed your trust there with with somebody in our community, and we're looking to go and be not only a great service company, but the like leaders in our community, the ones that everybody looks up to and says, hey, that's a great company. They support our community really well. And, um, you know, we want to keep making sure that that we're just more than the plumbers that you call when your pipes are backed up. Right. So when you say, um, you know, at all, the branding leads to people having trust in you. So what are the, some of the ways, aside from, you know, your great branding and image, what are some of the ways in the community that you have used yourself to help build trust? And especially now, because we're in a virtual selling environment and somebody's picking up the phone or finding you online, they've never met you before. What do you do to convert them from that person that's a little leery? Again, they're thinking in the back of their mind, that image of the BC um, plumber showing up at the house. What are some of the ways that you help to build that trust right from the very first, I would say, touch point or engagement with the prospect or customer? Um, I've actually, I've kind of always tried to think outside the box. Um, there's a there's a time where there in my community, there wasn't really the buy, sell, trade pages. I actually... I went and created one of those pages and um, got a lot of people in our community to, to join it. And I use that as a platform to, to reach out to people. And not only, like I was saying, not only for the plumbing company, but to go and do that as a local, um, you know, as a local leader. Um, and, you know, once, once that happened, there was anytime I'd say once or twice a week, there's somebody on there that says, Hey, um, who do you, you know of a, a good local plumber or, um, you know, do you know, I'm having this problem. My, my toilets are backed up. My septic system is acting up, whatever it may be. Then all of a sudden we'll go and get mentioned on there, you know, a dozen times, you know, we'll have everybody in the community going and tagging us in there. And that was something that really wasn't that expensive to go and do. I mean, it was, it took a little bit of, of doing it you know it just it was a little bit of groundwork but then once that was all taken care of um yeah it, I mean, it literally cost nothing to go and start that um and You're that was about facebook right a buy sell trade like a community page on on yeah. facebook okay all right yeah, just clear on that and then um i mean beyond that we go and um we had a, a canned food drive in my office nice. um a couple of weeks ago and um, that was, that was a great success. One of my technicians who was, uh, he's part of a, um, a beard group. Um, the, I think it's the bearded, the bearded rebellion. So, uh, they had a, a charity drive for that. So we sponsored a box in our office. And, um, yeah, it was nice to be able to go and do those little things for the community and give back to the food pantry. Um, and I mean, we, we do a lot of little things, sponsorships, um, like again, we're sponsoring the um, the local fire department, um, the the barbecue that they're having this year. Um, we're we're sponsoring, you know, a couple youth group, youth uh, 
teams, I think a, a baseball team and, you know, just like the little things like that were, you know, that also adds branding. Every one of those times that we sponsor something, we get our logo on our shirt. And I mean, that's another thing that was, you know, it's really easy to go and do real simple way to go and give back to the community. It, it took me a couple of minutes to go and send our logo over to them. And then they kind of take it from there. Um, so that's been, you know, that's, that's been a really great thing to go and do. And it's, it's really cool to be able to see, um, when, you know, when we go in and send our, you know, when we, when we have our logo out there, um, for these charity events, it kind of, for me, it kind of it brings a little bit of joy to my heart. You know, it's, you know, something that, you know, a, a small group of us started and now we're able to really give back and, uh, you know, really pump some, some good stuff into the community. So um, it's been a, a really cool thing for me. That's great. It's, it's kind of a, kind of paying it forward, but also it's a win-win, you know, you help the community, but you're getting your name out there. It's it just, it's just a subtle way, but it's, it's an, you're right. It's an inexpensive method of marketing where everybody wins. Yeah. And it's been, I mean, it's really fun doing that too. Last year we had uh, some canoe races. There's a Creek, you know, oh. right by here. They had a, and it was, I mean, they had a huge turnout there. So, and there, they had a concert there and everything. And we had um, our logo on the backdrop of the, of the, uh, of the stage. So that was, it was really neat to be able to go and see that. Um, when I'm, you know, I was walking around the crowd and everybody's like, Oh, Hey, thanks for sponsoring this. You know, this is a great time. And, um, you know, it was, you know, the, everything that happens around here, I don't know if this is everywhere, but, um, you know, I live in rural, small town America. Um, everything is done for charity. So like everything that we go and do, it's, it's a, you know, a good way to go and give back to the community as well. And, uh, you know, I mean, the community is comprised of all of our customers or all of our, all of our clients. So, um, you know, our, our, we love our clients and hopefully they love us. You know, we, it's, uh, like you were saying, it's a, it's a never ending circle. We hope that we could always be there for them one way or another. Well, at the end of the day, you know, they're not really buying a plumber. They're buying you. They're hiring you, your technicians, not 608 plumbing, a guy in a truck. They're working, they're choosing to work with people that they know, they like, and trust. It's just Absolutely. the way that the world works. And so you've done a really good job with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, I hope that we can keep on going as we're you know, we're always coming up with new ideas. We're always evolving. This weekend, we have a, a big trade show that we're doing. So, I mean, that's, the one thing is that it never seems like it ends. You know, we always, we're always going and, and doing something to, but, but I mean, you I think that you kind of have to have that love. You need to go and have the, that, you have to find that joy in, in doing this type of stuff. And for me, just like this, I wanted to go and hop on here and be able to talk to you my favorite where my happy spot is is when i'm going out and you know at the trade show and talking to people and helping them solve their problems and they come up to me and ask me you know what is you know i have this problem with my sink or my shower whatever it may be and i can go and give them little tips here and there and um you know that's been that's been a, a big thing that i love um in fact 
a couple of days ago. I was in a big box store and I was walking around and um, there was a, I was walking around the plumbing aisle and there was another customer there that started asking me questions just sort of the blue. He's like, Hey, do you do plumbing a lot? And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, I'm, I'm installing this sink. And, uh, you know, I was wondering if you could give me a few pointers. And I said, yeah, sure. It took like five minutes, walked around, showed him all the stuff that he needed. And he's like, wow, there's a lot of stuff here. And I was like, yeah, there, there is. Um, I was like, here's my business card. If you want to go and give us a call instead, he's like, you know what? I'll probably go and do that. And, um, so, I mean, that was the DIYer who realizes I started this and now I'm in a little bit deeper than I'd like to be. And it's like, 1-800-JOE, help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that was kind of something that when I started my company, I did quite often. Um, I mean, the, the first year that I was in business, if I didn't have any jobs booked for a day, I would go over to our local Menards or Home Depot and um, hang around in the aisles there and with a stack of business cards and uh, and pretty much do that exact same thing. And I'll tell you what, I got some pretty decent clients from, from doing wow. that before. Wow. That's, that's, that's a little nugget to give that startup guy who's starting out that doesn't have room for advertising. It's a, yeah, you have to be willing to put yourself out there. A lot of people would be uncomfortable just standing in the aisle and waiting for the opportunity like, like you did and share it with someone, but that's an ingenious way of getting, getting yeah. clients. It, it helped out quite a bit when I was first starting out. And I, I've told that to uh, quite a few people before. That is, you're very right about that, though. It does take a special type of extrovert to be able to go and just walk up to somebody and start BSing about plumbing. But like I said, that's kind of what I like doing. So, you know, I'd start asking questions about their project that they had going on. And, you know, sometimes I would get people that would blow me off and be like, why do you want to know about this? But, you know. You get you win some, you lose some, and I've had a great time doing it, and that's why I love what I do. So, well, it and it it shows, it shows. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's been, you know, I I really find myself very lucky. I was just thinking about this the other day. Um, I don't think that I was supposed to do anything else besides this. You know, be growing a business. Um, you know, taking it from from when I first started out and I was scrounging around the aisles at big box stores looking for clients to having, um, you know, having a whole fleet of trucks that was just all, everything that I do, don't get me wrong. There are stressful times. There are, there are times where I'm ready to pull my hair out, but, you know, overall I've had, I've had the most fun doing this and I've considered myself very blessed in, in everything that I have done. So, so it's been a, yeah, it's, it's been a real gift. Well, Joe, I want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing your story with us and some of your little tidbits and pieces of wisdom and little kind of, you know, off uh, off the cuff uh, ideas, for lack of a better way of describing them. I just, yeah, thinking about that, I really, I like that. That's that's taking networking to a whole other and unique unique level you know creating yeah. your own networking event when there isn't a chamber mixer that's a it's a great, <laughs> great idea in a way in a way i really like that so you know there might be someone that has heard this and they mm, that's a good idea i wonder if that would work if i have a, a catering business to 
do that in, in the aisles of the grocery store because really that that concept could really be applied to just just about just about anything. So again, you know, thank you for that. And um, you you and I have talked about a number of subjects, and so I would very much like to have you back on the show on some other topics that I think would be of value to the industry because you talk their language and in their voice. And you know, there's there's nothing better than hearing industry knowledge from someone who's actually been in the trenches doing what you do on a daily basis. So again, you know, thank you for your service. Thank you for coming on the show and volunteering your time. And I look forward to having you again. And for those of you who would like to know a little bit more about Joe, you can connect with him on Facebook. He's got that buy, sell, barter page. Do you have a page on LinkedIn, Joe? Um, I Yes, I do. Yep. Okay. So find him on LinkedIn. The website is 608plumbing.com if you want to know a little bit more. And I'm sure for those peers out there, Joe would welcome contact, connections, and just sharing really good industry knowledge. And so again, thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Doo Doo Divas Smells Like Money podcast. We look forward to seeing you again. And until next time, keep it flowing. Thanks for joining me, the Doo Doo Diva, on this week's episode of Smells Like Money. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about the show because that would help us out a lot too. If you're an industry expert and would like to be considered as a guest for the show, email guest at smellslikemoneymedia.com. Tell us a little bit about yourself and the topics you'd like to talk about, and we'll be in touch. For more information about our family of marketing, international business development, and workforce training companies dedicated to the empowerment and education of our industry, call us at 760-217-8010 or email me at raven at creativeraven.com. Until next week, a big shout out to all my industry friends and those who will be, you're my superheroes. <laughs>